Welcome to the IC Connected or ICON podcast. This podcast will challenge conventional thinking about internal communications. It will force you to think differently, consider bold ideas, and step outside your comfort zone through real, unscripted insights from some of the best internal comms pros and subject matter experts in the world. But most importantly, this podcast will help you elevate your career, and together, we'll elevate the internal comms profession to the C-suite. Hi everyone, my name is Julie Ford. I'm the head of content at Sparrow Connected. Joining me today on the ICON podcast is Shan Chatu. Shan is an international communications warrior based in London, England. She recently joined a leading global law firm as a senior internal communications manager. Thank you for taking the time to join me today, Shan. Before we jump into our conversation about internal comms for startups and small businesses, are you open to sharing what a communication warrior is? Hi, Julie. It's really good to be here today. Um, Yes, of course. So it's a term that I use for myself. If you look up what warrior means in the the dictionary, you will see that it will say a fighter or um, someone driven to achieve the impossible. Um, And I guess that's what I do. I'm a very different communicator. I am constantly striving to connect our audiences to our leaders and our leaders to our people and therefore to the business. Um, And I do that in a variety of ways, most of which um, many people don't like or are uncomfortable with because it involves data. Um, But that's the premise of what I do. Amazing. I like how you've uh, framed yourself as a communication warrior. That really stood out to me when I was looking at your LinkedIn profile before the conversation. Um, So I understand you've worked with a number of startups, small businesses, and larger companies over the years. Can you tell me a little bit about your career journey? Yeah, sure. So I um, I didn't start in comms. I actually started in sales, uh, phone sales. Mm-hmm. I was selling advertising to multinational businesses around the world for the first year of, of my career. Um, and that actually taught me quite a lot. It taught me how to really connect with someone when you can't see them first off on the phone and gain trust so much so that they spent hundreds of thousands of pounds on advertising in key publications. And from there on, um, I I developed a a natural love for connecting with people, understanding what made them tick. How can we enable people to do things in a different way, but that they understand why they're doing it. Um, And I I spun off into HR um, and then into communications when I was offered a role as um, an employer brand specialist based in Sweden. Um, And I guess that's where my my career really took off and my love of communications really took off. Um, And from there on, I have moved from contract to contract, as you say, small businesses, medium-sized businesses, startups, but also larger multinational firms uh, with frontline workers and desk-based workers. Um, And it's been a fantastic discovery, uh, 25 years of doing what I love. I actually feel quite honored and privileged to do so. That's a really amazing journey. Um, And it's really interesting that you uh, started in sales, uh, then went to HR and then and finally found your your home in internal comms, which is really cool. I've heard that's a pretty common scenario that people don't necessarily start their careers in internal comms, but find themselves there just sort of organically um, through the years. So very cool story. Thank you. Um, So you mentioned uh, working with different sizes of companies. Um, How have you seen um, internal comms differ from 
company to company. So how would internal comms strategy differ differ for a smaller company versus a larger company versus a startup? Um, can you share some insights on that? Yeah, it's interesting. Um, overall, I would say it isn't really the strategy that differs. It's it's how you approach that strategy that's different. Um, you know, your role as an internal communicator is to connect your audiences to the bigger picture, to to what's important, the purpose of the organization, to leaders to those people as well. And every organization, even if you have two exactly the same size organizations, the the way you approach that strategy and the thinking behind it is going to be slightly different. Um, at the end of the day, everyone has channels. Everyone will communicate in one shape or form. But the idea is to really understand what it is that one company needs and those people need in that company to make that connection. There isn't a formulaic approach. It's impossible to, to have one. So it is very, very different. So it's, it's difficult in a sense for me to give you an exact example because it is very, very different and depends on the organization, the purpose of the organization, the purpose of having the communications in the first place, and also what it is that we need to achieve. Interesting. So the size of the company is not necessarily what determines the strategy or the approach because there's so many more factors. Yeah. Um, do you, you mentioned deskless and frontline employees. Do you find the strategy differs for that segment of the workforce? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, it, there are definitely different ways you need to reach frontline employees. I think, you know, in my experience with frontline employees, they have been completely cut off from organization comms because they have been mobile-less um, and desk-less, for example. And actually, their only connection into the organization is through their payslip and their frontline manager. Um, and therefore you really need to think very differently about how you connect with those people, but taking a step back as well, you know, what is it they really need to know? Because it will differ from a desk-based employee. Um, and I think that's where strategy does really differ, um, when you're in a situation like that, especially within the same company. Um, getting into that a little bit more, do you find there are any specific channels that work well? for the deskless or frontline? Um, face to face, I'm afraid. Um, you know, that from the environments that I've worked in, unless someone has been given a company mobile phone or a device of some sort, it's very difficult to convince them to upload an app where they'll be using their data that they're paying for to access the information um, on their own device. You know, that's just one one argument that I've heard in the past. Um, also, you've got to remember that, you know, the leader connection to the employee is perhaps the most powerful. And what is that frontline employee going to trust more? An abstract article on an app or actually that face-to-face -face contact with their line manager? If we can prepare line managers in a better way to deliver that communications, we're on to a winner. So that would always be the preferred channel of choice. Of course, then you can back that up with the other channel set that you have in your back pocket, such as mobile apps and, you know, um, posters, flyers, whatever else you need. But actually the initial 
comms should really come from the line manager. Uh, what would you say the top internal comms challenges are for startups and smaller companies? So the top challenges are growth. Uh, so when you think of a startup, you think of two people sitting in a room, talking to each other, building their business. And then those two people become four people. And then those four people become eight people. And then suddenly the business is 50, 60 people. And you're no longer sitting in the same room and you're spread across, um, you know, maybe countries or offices um, or working from home remotely. And it's that growth, the rapid growth of startups and small companies that actually adds to a disconnect because you cannot communicate in the way that you were communicating when you were only two people, four people or eight people. And that's the moment of change. Mm -hmm. Do you find that there is a magic number for when a company needs an internal comms platform to help um, reconnect the organization? I don't think there's a magic number. I think you know. When people start saying they don't understand or tasks aren't managed in the way that you expect, or there is real confusion as to what are we doing and why, I think that's the moment where you start to think, do we need some real expertise here? Do we need a platform to enable us to better share, collaborate, um, understand how people are doing and feeling. But I don't think there's a magic number because it will differ. Sounds like no company is, is uh, the same in this world, um, you know, based on size, location, desk list versus um, corporate employees. It, it, it's very unique to each and every company that you work with. Absolutely. And I think culture plays a big role as well. You know, think, think about, you know, company, uh, country, sorry, start again. Think about country culture and the culture that you find yourselves in when you're working in a particular location. If you have growth and your growth is in another country, actually, and that's quite quick, and then maybe there's only 40 of you, you will need that platform to help you work asynchly, mm-hmm. for example. So if you don't have that and you're actually only in one location and you're in the shared office, you probably won't need that with 40 people. So it is really, really dependent on every company's situation and circumstance. Yeah. So there's more to it than number of employees is what you're saying. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 All right. So when you join one of these companies or when you've joined a company in the past as an internal comms consultant, what's your first step? Listening. You know, there's there's something really, really important about listening. Um, I think it's overrated. Um, people overrate it. Um, but it's the primary tool you have as a communicator. Understanding why there are challenges, understanding what those challenges are, listening to different perceptions before jumping to solution mode is perhaps the best thing you can do when you walk into an organization, particularly in a small business where you do have the capability of hearing pretty much everyone's point of view. Would you say that that is true for someone who's joining as a full-time in-house internal comms professional? Um, as well as a consultant. Yes, I would, because I've done both. 
And actually, without that primary step, it's very difficult to pull together a strategy. Even in a bigger organization, your first piece is to sit back and listen. And do you take the initiative to book meetings with different departments and listen across the organization? Yes, absolutely. You have to... It's funny, lots of comms people are actually introverts. <laughs> and uh, we have to step out of that comfort zone sometimes. And we have to reach out and we have to bang on the door of the CEO and the CFO and anyone else of importance and ask the right questions to understand what the challenges are and how aligned are people to the purpose. Um, there are other things we can do to listen, not just have conversations. There are surveys that we can run. There are focus groups that can follow on from the surveys and the initial conversations with leadership. Um, but it does all come down to listening because without listening, you're not going to understand what the challenge actually is. So what advice could you offer internal comms professionals who are looking to grow and scale an internal comms team? I would say understand the challenge first because how you want to shape that team is going to depend on what you want to achieve a really good example is you know where i i've just been uh, prior to my current role where it was a very small organization so 300 strong um grown significantly in eight years, from two people to 300. Um, and they they were confused. Why, why, why were people not acting in the way we needed them to? Why, why were we stuntering a little bit on growth? Um, why is our client strategy not aligned across our business? Why do we have silos? And it would be really easy for, for me to have just said, actually, you know what you need? You need an intranet, you need this, you need that, you need a bigger team, da 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 da, da. When actually, what they really needed to do was focus on conveying that strategy in the right way. So I would be really careful to jump to solutionizing until you really understand that challenge. And that is, I know I've reiterated it before, but that really is the key to the solution that you put in place, how you scale your team, the platforms that you choose to put into place and the processes and governance that are going to help align everyone through the internal comms process. So thank you so much for these incredible insights, Shan. It's been great speaking with you today. If our listeners want to get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to do that? LinkedIn. Connect with me on LinkedIn. Always open to, to have more connections and to build a network. Great. Thank you again, Shan. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Icon Podcast. This podcast has been brought to you by Sparrow Connected. Head over to sparrowconnected.com to learn more about the internal comms platform that is elevating the internal comms profession. And be sure to follow We Lead Comms on LinkedIn. If you liked this podcast, please subscribe on your favorite podcast channels and tune in for the next episode.